That's private. Okay. Welcome everybody to a, another episode of the Music City Drive-In brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, Jacob and I are going to talk about this little movie that nobody knows about called The Batman. Uh, Jacob yeah. and I had the pleasure of seeing it while we're recording this last night. Um, I uh, was very excited. Obviously, we both were, but uh, Jacob and I are going to break down our thoughts on the story slash script, the acting, the technical aspect, and give an overall score. Um, we are going to, this is going to be spoiler free. Um, we're going to talk about certain things in the film, but also we're not going to, you know, spoil anything that happened in the movie. We're not going to talk, we're not going to be variety. Um, but with that being said, Jacob, how are you today, bud? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, busy getting all this stuff out, having to pick up Ricky Slack for some Netflix masterpiece that's about to come out. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, never gonna no, hear I'm the good. end of this, am I? I'm never gonna um, hear the end of this, am I? The only, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that on the air. But I'll I'll tell I'll tell you after. Um, all right. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I was very excited to see the Batman, which was surprising because i've you know i i liked the dark knight um i i'm not i I won't talk about rise (laughs) um or revenge i don't even know what it's called the third of the nolan trilogy um i've just never myself been a big batman guy i've actively disliked batman for a long time um but i have been a big robert pattinson guy and i have been a big Matt Reeves fan, Paul Dano, all those people. And uh, so, yeah, so I was pretty excited and gave it some very, very high expectations going into it. And of course, so, we're going to talk about it. So that's the perfect segue for me for the story in the script. I think one thing that we always forget, and I think that we have forgotten is Batman is not a superhero, in my opinion. I don't feel like he's the traditional term of the word superhero. Whenever I think of superhero, you kind of think of like, Superman, you think of like, uh, you know, Thor, they, they have some sort of even Spider-Man, they have something about them that that alters who they, Batman's just rich, right? You know, Bruce Wayne's rich. That's at the end of the day, that's basically what it boils down to for me. And that was that was the one thing about um, the Batman versus Superman that I was like, okay, I actually like this line because that's what my whole thing about Batman is like, everyone's like, oh, Batman's the best superhero, Batman's the best superhero, and it's like, First off, he's not super. Exactly. He just has money. Um, yes. It's a, in the same vein that, like, I wouldn't call Iron Man, like, a superhero, even though he has a little bit more advantages than Batman in the abilities of, like, flight and all those other things. Um, but in whatever Snyder, you know, Justice, Writers, League, whatever um, – when he was like, oh, what's your superpower? And he said, I'm rich. I was like, okay, that's the first time I was like, yes. Like he understands that he's not like, he's not like that guy. He just has, you know, he just has money. Yeah. And I think that's where I feel like this is where Matt Reeves gets the Batman right. The script is incredible. It's, he humanized Batman in a way that we haven't seen yet. And that's even Nolan's version of the Batman. I felt like it was a very more grounded approach. First off, I want to credit Matt Reeves for not uh, letting us have to see Batman's or Bruce Wayne's parents die again. Like that was, 
Like that was the best part of the like just the opening mean scene of the movie. I figured even after the opening scene, which reels you in really fast, I was like, all right, they're gonna do some sort of flashback. We're gonna see Batman, Bruce Wayne's parents die for the eight hundredth time. Like you know what I mean? But he didn't do that. So for me, the writing is is incredible, right? And I feel like the writing was very good. Now I'll talk about a little bit of what I didn't like and and, and what's the one thing. So the writing of the Riddler is brilliant. And, and this is my version of, of how I feel about the writing is everything that had anything to do with the Riddler. And that's whether he was in the scene or not in the scene is, is damn near perfect. Okay. And that's how I feel about that part of it. When the story veers off of the Riddler at any capacity, I feel like it loses its way a little bit. I felt like there was just a little too many open ended things outside of what we were focusing on that really kind of took away from the main story. And, and it's not even like for me, like I, I jokingly talk about the three hour runtime. Did I feel the three hour runtime? Yes. Was it, was it a problem? Not necessarily. I don't think it really was. So combining for me, I really love the script and I love the screenplay. I love the story aspect of this film. What about you? Yeah, no, I think, I think I am a big fan of longer movies, but I, probably like most people who just enjoy movies and enjoy longer movies. I'm not a big fan of when a longer movie like is long for the case of being long. You know, I like if a movie is long and it uses all of that time to tell its story and it needs that time to tell its story, then I'm okay with it. And I felt like for the Batman, that was the case. Um, I do think with the story itself, I don't think I think people are like hoping and thinking this is going to be like a groundbreaking change. Like this is going to change the mold of comic book movies. Like comic book movies will never be the same after this. Like that's like for whatever people say about Joker, that's kind of like what Joker like Joker was a very different comic book movie. This is still very much a comic book movie in the sense that like it has to build the outside world as well as batman's world it has to build falcone it has to build the penguin it has to build um the riddler it has to build gordon it has to build like all of these things have to be like put together and built up in like one atmospheric like place and so there are times where like it does feel like it is getting a little cramped and it is getting a little big but I think having it be that longer runtime allows it to, whenever it does start feeling cramp, it's able to thin itself out and like ease its ease itself into these situations and these moments. Um, and I think that that actually really worked. I, I agree with you. I think everything with the Riddler was like almost perfect. I think the, the like kind of almost whodunit aspect of it was really cool. The like, figuring out the riddles like doing all that kind of stuff it it it's one of those things where it's like you said like a grounded batman like this is a batman before he like like he has the tech and stuff like that but he doesn't like know the tech he's very much like a mid-20s batman like yeah because like he made mistakes right you know what i mean mm -hmm. like even with figuring out the riddles like he he was wrong right mm -hmm. i thought that was one cool i don't i don't know if you agree with me here but i thought that was really cool that even when they're trying to figure out these riddles and not giving it any of the way of the way but he he gets he gets it wrong like completely wrong and yeah. like is short-sighted in trying to figure out who is what and where and how within the story and 
And that really was cool for me. Yeah, he still he still makes his mistakes. He's still like he's not to the point where it's like, oh, everything is like precise. Like he goes, he does some things just like, you know, by the seat of his pants, like he just goes for it. And um I think that is one thing that like I really enjoyed. Like I was telling I was telling Ricky this, I was telling everyone else this. This is the first time that I feel like a Batman movie has kept Batman himself at the forefront of the movie. I think when you start the movie and when you end the movie, it is about him. It's not about, you know, you've got you've got scenes where, and we'll talk about that later, you've got scenes where the Riddler comes in and takes over a scene. And you've got scenes where like other characters come in and they take over a scene. But ultimately it always goes back to Batman. And I think that is one thing where like watching this really like reminded me of that. It felt like it felt like playing like the Arkham games when like growing like when I was growing up, like the Arkham Knight, Arkham whatever. Um, and so yeah, so I thought the story was very grounded, very much a Batman story, which is something that like I don't think we've ever seen from a Batman movie. Yeah, see, that's one of the things I agree with you there as well. Is like even the even the scenes with the Riddler, it's still about the Batman. Like mm-hmm. it's still about him because there's there's one scene in particular, and I think to me it's one of the best uh, acted comic book scenes that we've seen. And I think it is going to see a lot of comparisons to the the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger Joker Batman scene in the in the uh, in the in the prison when they were together, and it's going to draw some eerily similar aspects to that and it's just it's the first time we really see paul dano as the riddler outside of the mask and holy shit like it is incredible because and and i'm not going to say why or like how it transpires because it kind of gives some stuff away but how he thinks things are going in his head versus reality again i think that's just a testament to reeves's writing and and i guess that could be a perfect segue for us to talk about the acting obviously the first question across the board is going to be was how is robert pattinson not just as bruce wayne but also as batman and i said this to you after the movie's over and i completely believe this i wish this was the first batman movie i would see in my life because growing up you have this idea in your head like even when you have Michael Keaton, you had George Clooney, right? You had Christian Bale, you have Ben Affleck. You have this made up perception of what Batman and even Bruce Wayne should be. Now the difference was, I think you had a much older and much more mature Batman in those movies, right? In this one, and I think you touched on it perfectly, is you have this middle-aged young kids still trying to figure out life post parents post life post everything also trying to be a hero but also like he's kind of like a recluse you know what i mean like it's even mentioned that he doesn't come out like he just doesn't come out ever like he doesn't want to be around people he even talks to uh, he even talks about early in the film like he doesn't want to meet with the people with wayne enterprises he wants nothing to do with any of that he's just kind of focused and honed in on on being the batman being that vigilante that saves the day and Pattinson does a great job in the role of Batman. Bruce Wayne, I'm still not sure how I feel. I can't wait to revisit it again, but if it's that mid twenties Batman that we got, I think that overall he does a very good job in the role of both Batman and Bruce Wayne. What about you? 
Yeah, no, I agree. Like this isn't this isn't the like billionaire playboy like philanthropist. And they I, I do like that they had a moment, um, and it was in the trailer where, you know, a woman is asking him like your parents were um like your parents like donated. They were a part of the community. Why are you not doing that? And I do agree that it, he is very much a recluse and it's a lot about Batman, which, and this is something that I was telling, you know, Josie for people who don't know. Um, I was telling Josie, I think it's really interesting that like for a lot of this movie, he isn't Batman. I don't know if Batman has even spoken throughout the whole movie. Um, and so it's, it's almost as if it's a coming of age story to like become the Batman, which I thought was a very interesting aspect of it. Um, because it is like right. that. I don't think he's never one time called Batman. Like he's just they, like Yeah, they mention they mention the bat and like they mention that like he looks like a bat, but I don't know if like the words Batman are spoken. It's you know, it's vengeance or it's vigilante. And I think it's really interesting how watching through the movie, he almost like becomes Batman. And I think um I think that is something that is really interesting because it's like you said like the bruce wayne aspects kind of get pushed to the side but what it fits within the story is that like this is his life like he's you know he's batman first bruce wayne second um there's days he goes you know days without sleep he tell he says in a uh, voiceover he's like i've become a nocturnal animal he like this is his life and so i think um as that it is probably in my opinion the best portrayal of the character of batman he understands like i have to this is what i have to do to get what's done and it's i was telling this again to ricky after the movie this is the first time as a non-batman fan as a avid batman hater almost this was the first time i was like i understand i get what Batman is, I get what he's trying to say, I get what he's trying to do, I get Batman. And this is the first time I like Batman, and I think that when you get to the Batman aspect of it, I think this is this is Batman. Now, again, I can't say if this is Bruce Wayne, I can't say if, you know, whatever, if they do anything in the future, whatever, but when it gets down to the core root of the movie, this is Batman. And see, I think, think about this for a second, too, is 2012 was the last time we saw Christian Bale's Batman, right? We've seen a variation of, of a different type of Batman since then, right? You know what I mean? Even within Ben Affleck. And I don't remember. I think he's been in three bat, three movies as Batman. Or Te technically two, but if you count Zack Snyder's Justice League. Because it was Justice so League and it was um, Batman versus Superman. So over the last 10 years, we've seen a very different Batman than what some of other, all of us have grew up on within Christian Bale's Batman, right? Cause that was more rooted and grounded. And then this one, like I said, I think this is like a, and you're right by saying this is it's a young wet behind the ears, Batman. He's like a struggling 25 year old kid that doesn't know what to do with his life. And, yeah. and it's relatable, yeah. right? It's, <laughs> it's a relatable character and somebody, to, and that's the thing. That's what makes Batman so good. Like that's what in my head, that's why I love Batman. That's why I've always loved Batman. Like I love the Batman character, 
but I've hated his portrayal over the years because he's not, a, and then it's again, it's, I hate it. He's not a superhero. He's not, like he's not a superhero. And when you put him into movies with guys like Superman and even Aquaman, like Aquaman's a superhero. The dude lives in the water, basically. You know what I mean? Like he can go underwater. Like that, He Batman is just rich and that's mm-hmm. it. And this to me is like a really, it's crazy to me because walking out of the movie, I really liked the movie. I did, but I have issues. And there's still, I still have issues with this movie. But the more that I talked about it, I wrote my review today, almost 800 words, and I like it more and more. And I can't wait to revisit it and maybe find little things that I didn't like. But this story is so grounded and centered around Batman, like you said. And I think that you put it perfectly there. Um, The ancillary pieces, obviously, we both love Dano. And I I really, we could go on and on about probably Dano for like an an hour because he's incredible in this. It's not much of a surprise to you and I. We love Dano and we think he's incredible. So if this is people's introduction to Dano, I highly recommend going back and watching some of his films, especially like Prisoners and then his performance. Going, his going back and watching Prisoners, like this is – he pulls a lot of his per, his yeah. Prisoners performance into yeah. this. That kind of like unknowing yeah. – um, like kind of clueless, scared, yeah, yeah clueless like almost bit, scared, yeah. clueless kind of person, but he's yeah. so confident at the same time. Yeah, it was, it's he was incredible in this. I, I think Colin Farrell was fine. I think he was a more of a piece of the puzzle um, uh, as the Penguin. I did like the little O'Day to the character um, a little mm-hmm. bit there. Uh, well, and that's all I'll say about that. But I thought he was fine. Again, he's just a piece of the puzzle. Um, I think another standout for me, I really like Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Yep. I was a big fan of him. I, I thought he was really good. Um, any characters outside of Dano and Pattinson that kind of stood out to you? Um, I, I liked, I liked that John Turturro was in the movie. Um, his Falcone was good. Um, but he wasn't, again, he wasn't like a main piece of the puzzle. Um, he was like, you know, he, him and the penguin, were both border pieces that you can just put on at the beginning and then try to get to the center. Um, and I also, I really, I, I liked Zoe Kravitz. Um, now her character, I think the movie could have gone without the character and it would have been just as fine. But I do think that Zoe Kravitz really like elevates that and makes it something to where it's, those moments between Batman and Catwoman are like, they're sincere and you can like understand the like attraction between each of them and you get what is going on. Um, And I, other than that, I can't think of any of the, any more characters. Yeah. The bottom Um, is really, yeah, it's, it's really just like, there's like a core seven to 10 and then everyone else is just kind of like, there in circus the was I, I thought i thought alfred would be a little bit more prevalent and and he wasn't which kind of surprised me i, I did there was one scene between him and and pattinson that's really good um in the hospital i thought that was a, a phenomenal scene there that was a really good scene um I did, i'm with you kravitz to me i think that's where some part of the movie loses its way like it does like it, and it's nothing against what kravitz did because i thought she was good in the role and I just feel like that part of the story kind of felt out of place to the grand picture, but she's fine. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. like, it's not saying she's bad in the movie. I just didn't love 
but the scenes with her and, and Pattinson are great. Like they're great yeah. together. They are really great together. And I love that. I love the, the chemistry that they did have. It's even awkward. I, I, I liked it because again, Pattinson, it, it doesn't know how to act uh, around women. Like he's a recluse. So like, even when she's, uh, Again, he's got a, he's got one mission in his mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, cause even the like the Batman's that we see in the future, like the the Bales, the Afflecks, the they're confident. They have swagger. They 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 go for the women. They're playboys. You know what I mean? This is this is Batman. That's you know a, again a recluse to sit in his house and he's just kind of chill scenario. So it's really good. Um, Technical aspect. This thing's a fucking master. One, one more, one more thing before yeah. we get off that I just want to mention um, is that this is, I think, one of the things that people have always said about Batman, and this is something that I wrote in my review. I think the line where he says, "I'm not a part of the shadows; I am the shadows." I do think that this is probably the most like frightening Batman, just in aspect of like, like how they and how Matt Reeves like and I guess this can go into the technical aspect but how Matt Reeves like frames and portrays Batman he is like and he, he's not coming for us he's coming for the people in the movie but he is like almost a horror figure he's almost like akin to um to any of like Michael Myers or anything like that like these figures that like when they start coming for you it's over there's nothing you can do about it. He he very much had a I have nothing to lose, mm -hmm. but everything to gain approach to everything. Every fight, every battle. He didn't care. He doesn't care if he dies in the in the grand scheme of things. And that's what's I think in my my head, it's what's scary about him is and when you fight somebody that has nothing to lose, like that's just that's just mm -hmm. air. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was incredible. I agree with you there. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And then I guess going to the technical side, um, you know, Matt Reeves, the direction I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I thought the cinematography Ooh. was brilliant. Um, and then to kind of mend my, or to meld my, uh, my thoughts together and it's in the trailers. It's not a spoiler. The upside down shot in the car. I thought that that was the one shot where like he's walking towards the car and it was so reminiscent of like Michael Myers. Like in his, somebody, yeah, and he's like, because he's not running after him. He's not like, he doesn't like. He doesn't seem like he's like actively trying to kill him, but he's like his presence is so imposing, and even though the person in the car might not be the best person, you're still like, oh my god, they're done. Like that's it for him, and so I think I that's one of my favorite things about Pattinson um, in this role. And that's one of my favorite things about how they created this Batman. Also, another thing I, I want to mention, the wordplay with the characters names was also phenomenal. Like mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. Like it's, it's attention to detail that not a lot of people like to play to because it, it plays within the riddles as well, obviously, as we find, as we come to find out a lot of different moving pieces, but you're right. It's, it's the score is absolutely breathtaking. Um, it, it's been a, listening to it all day. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful score. The cinematography is gorgeous. There's several shots that are just like, holy shit! Like it's just they're gorgeous, and and I loved every second of. It. And kind of going back to Pattinson, there's one moment towards the end of the movie where he viciously beats the living tarnation out of a guy, and that's another scene where he's downright terrifying mm -hmm. because they kind of have to pull him off. Hey, bro! Like, calm down, dog! Like, yeah. calm down, man! But it was like, 
Yeah, like, and I, the other thing I really like the the little kid in the movie, the little I don't know, yeah, like, there's just the Maris, pieces, the Maris kid, yeah, yeah, like there's just a little pieces of puzzle that I really did enjoy. Um, all right, so we're not gonna go too deep, especially the spoilers, but we both agree it's technically it's it's damn near perfect when it comes to that. Um, so obviously for the banana meter score, we do rank it on percentage. I'll make you give me a percentage, and I'm also going to make you give me your letter, typical letter score, and just your overall thoughts of the film there. Okay. Um, so my letter score is going to be an A minus. Um, I was hovering between an A minus and an A. I think it it gets close. Um, it really gets close to being like a great, like a great, like a great great movie. It's still a great movie. But it really gets close to being like one of those movies. Um, of course, with subsequent watches, I could go up. I mean, an A minus is so close. Um, I I loved it. I thought it was. I mean, it just it is like the Batman that. It's the Batman that, like, as a non-Batman fan, I always kind of wanted to see, but had never seen, and so it kind of like. I love it in that sense, but I'm also like, damn, like now I have to love Batman because of like what they did. Um, I think, I don't think there's anyone in Hollywood right now. And I know Ricky will disagree with me because he wasn't an apes fan. I don't think there's anyone in Hollywood that can direct a blockbuster film quite as well as Matt Reeves. I think as a director, as a blockbuster comic book, major movie director i think he i think he gets it i think he knows like how to i think he knows how to visualize every little detail and tell a compelling story that is just both like breathtaking to look at to listen to to hear all of it like i think he he knows how to put it all together um like you said the score just incredible. Um, Michael Giacchino, he did the Spider-Man score. Still one of my favorite, still my favorite score of last year. This will probably be one of my favorite scores of this year. It's it, like he said, it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, and it just, it is, it is the, I mean, the, the movie's aptly named. It is the Batman. It is the Batman movie. It's the definitive, like, if you, if someone said, "Hey, I wanted, I want to understand this character. I want to understand who Batman is." This is the movie that I will show them. This is the movie I'll tell them to watch. It's this movie. It's the Batman. Banana meter score. I'm going uh, a minus. I'm probably going a. Since it's so close to being an A, I'll probably go like a ninety. I'll go ninety two. You you just muted you unmuted and then muted yourself. I don't know how I did that. I multi I multitasked it there. For me, um, I, I love when a film. I love when I see a film and and it's and as the more I sit with it, the more I think about, it, the more I like. You know, even this conversation, I found things that I liked more and more about the movie than I did thirty minutes ago before we started this conversation. When I wrote my review, I found myself liking things more and more and more, and. and 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 you're right. It's it's very very close to a great film. It's it's close to that. It's it's not there. 
and to me, even upon rewatches, it won't get there. Um, I, I was on the verge of a B plus, A minus. I'm like, I'm on the on the on the mend there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very close. Again, it, which is a phenomenal score when it comes down to it. Like, I, I'm at like an 88 to 90 percent range. You know what I mean? Like, as I, I guess again, I, I was at. Oh, I talked to you about that last night. I'm at a four stars. Like, that's where I was. I'm probably closer to four and a half now than I was before. Um, but I do, have, like I said, I do have issues with certain parts of it. I do. And, and that's what holds it back from being five stars or even close to being like that A plus or even an A for me. I, I think it holds me back from being an A for me. But I do think it's a movie that upon rewatch, there's, there's going to be pieces that you pick up on that you didn't see the first time. I do think that he uses a lot of different things within the movie that contextually might not make sense but later on you think about it it's like even bringing up the the wordplay like i've thought about that as we we're talking about it. the wordplay he does is is great i loved it um but overall like i'm like i said i'm 88 90 um i can't wait to we watch it because I, I really feel like that's where i'm at with it it could be an a minus could be stay at a b plus it's it's there but um it, to me I, I think that is the best batman movie to date it is it's period I, and and that's coming from a guy that I love The Dark Knight Rises. I've, I've been on record. I don't think The Dark Knight is as good as it was when I first watched it. I don't think it plays well on repeats. The Dark Knight Rises, I do love, and that's probably my was my favorite Batman movie prior to this, but um, it's, it's, it is the best Batman movie. It's technically a masterpiece. Um, I felt things, you know what I mean? Like I compared it to, like I was talking to somebody earlier about Dune, right? I didn't feel things with Dune, but it was technically a masterpiece. I felt things in this movie that made Batman grounded and relatable. And that to me is, that, that's all I can ask for in a type of movie like this. So I loved it. And, and I can't yeah. wait to rewatch it. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I think there's, there's one, there's, well, there's a couple moments, but there's one stretch of where, you know, Batman's beating up a goon and you kind of like, get this realization and Batman gets this realization of like everything he's done and like the way he does things. And it's from there to like the next 15 ish minutes. I was just in chills. I was like, this is like, like, this is it. Like I, I get it now. Like I understand. Um, again, like I said, at the beginning of the pod, very much still a Batman movie very much still a comic book movie it's not like like this isn't logan this isn't that upper echelon of comic book movies that's like i guess there's um what do they say like elevated horror i guess which i know is like a dirty word to some people this like this isn't elevated comic book movie this isn't like that upper echelon of masterpiece level filmmaking and comic book storytelling it's just it's not that and it doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be you know it doesn't have to be that second level um of like pure art house indie piece but it still is really good in what it is um and i'm again, interested to what, see what he does with with a certain character if they yep. do go that route yep i agree i think there's it definitely has the issue of having like seven different endings. Um, oh my God. We talked, I forgot <laughs> to mention that it does. It does have like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it stop that, please, please. It stop. definitely does the like, oh, you close the storyline. 
let's go close another. And that's another thing. Like, that's like, that's another thing that like really reminded me this was a comic book movie because you have to make such a big world around the character. You yeah. have to close up so much stuff or, you know, the next time you go out and do something, you can't, um, you know, you've got this storyline that's going to stay open. So you have to like, you have to keep closing different things. And then right at the end, it's like, you have to throw it all together and be like, okay, in this, in this, in this. Um, and I do think that was like one, that was one of the biggest issues with the ending. It's not necessarily an issue. It just like, it was one of those things that couldn't, it couldn't make this movie on the level of like Logan, you know, yeah. because it didn't have, and granted Logan's a bad example because like, of course, like it was a send off for the characters. So like, of course it's going to have an ending, but for this movie, for like it had all of those endings added in. Um, and uh, I think that's like the one thing that like really brought it back to like, this is like, this is no matter what happens, this is very much a comic book movie. Yeah, because even the ending was nice. Like, the ride-off to the sunset was a beautiful shot. And it was like, maybe it would have ended there. It would have been all right. You know, because there could have been, like, one or two scenes. that Even if you could have thrown that into the post-credit world, I think it would have been perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it just kind of meandered a little bit. It, it reminded me of The Dark Knight Rises. I do have, That's one of my bigger issues with The Dark Knight Rises. It closes 95 things in the last 30 seconds of the movie, which is really annoying. And a lot of movies do that. And you're right, comic book movies are like the king of that. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Um, but yeah. So with that being said, go see the Batman. Go see it 50 times. Um, go see it. Don't be an asshole to the employees, please. This is my Don't be an day. asshole to the employees. And don't be an asshole on social media and try to spoil anything that happens in the movie. Like, exactly. Don't be that person. But you're right. Don't be. Don't ever be an asshole to your employees at the movie theater and pick up your trash. Um, please do that. Um, but with that being said, follow my good friend over here, Jacob Tberry57 on Twitter. Follow myself at Rickyvler underscore. Go to the Music City Drive-In for all your latest in everything. We cover everything. We cover it all now. But uh, you know, make sure to check out the other shows on the Drive-In po Drive Podcast Network. We'll both have written reviews up of the uh, film as well in the very near future. So, oh, actually, while you're listening to this, we'll have written reviews up already. But. Yep. Without me rambling, go see the Batman, guys, and tell us your thoughts whenever you do see it.